Hi there, welcome to Shiloh Tabernacle London. We're located in South East London in Woolwich Dockyard, Block 1, Unit 9, Dockyard Industrial Estate, Woolwich Church Street, SC18 5PQ. Join us for our Bible study every Friday from 7.30 to 9pm and you can't miss our Sunday services packed with prayer, vibrant worship and a powerful word. First service is 9am to 10.30 followed by our family service from 10.30 to 12.30. And now for the best part, let's get into the word. And let us pray. Father, we honor you this time and thank you. We bless your holy name, O oh God. We thank you for the gift of a fresh day. We thank you for so much throughout this year, God. We thank you for this far it has been you. We uh, give glory to nothing. We give glory to not even anything in us. None of our abilities can do these things, O Lord God, that you have done, especially in keeping and preserving us, O Lord God. We thank you. And for this altar, Father God, we thank you. For the oil of God, that is in our midst, we thank you. We honor your God. Yes, for every minister in our midst, oh Lord God, we are. We are thankful. We appreciate you, God, for every word, for every seed sent into us, Lord God. We are honored above Father God. Yes, and today is another day, Holy Spirit. Um, may you speak forth, God. May you give utterance, Lord God. Yes, may you lift hearts. May you heal through your word, God. For the word says that you sent your word and healed all their infirmities. Thank you, Abba Father. And again, you sent your word in, Je in, in Jacob and it lit up Israel. Father, we are here. Light us up with your word, O oh God. Heal our infirmities, O oh Lord God, to the glory of your name. Amen. Hallelujah. Um, thank you so much, Pastor Ruben. Um, once again, uh, ladies and gentlemen, you're welcome. My brothers, my sisters, my pastors, praise the Lord. You're welcome uh, always. It's a pleasure to have you. Now we are family. Uh, I'm always excited to see all of you here every morning. I look through names and I even notice for those who miss and we pray for you. We dearly pray for you. Thank you so much. Uh, we are thankful to God for the opportunity of an altar. Uh, we've been learning so much about altars, and I know that everyone where you are, you really appreciate the, 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 the importance. You appreciate the, the, what, what God is doing in our midst on this altar. Yes, from, from the extensive teaching that Apostle Moses has, has uh, faithfully delivered. So, yeah, we are honored. Thank you so much. Uh, this morning, let us delve so quickly in the word, uh, the book of Nehemiah, chapter 4. <clears throat> Thank you, Jesus. Uh, the book of Nehemiah, chapter 4. Uh, we'll take a passage in verse 7. 
uh, let us do verse six and verse seven. And verse eight, I'll read, uh, so built with a wall and all the wall was joined together unto the half thereof. For the, for the, for the people had a mind to work were able to join, they were able to join the wall together because the people had a mind to work. But it came to pass that when Sanballat and Tobia and Arabians and the Ammonites and the Ashdodites heard that the walls of Jerusalem were made up, were joined, were made up, were, were lifted up, and that the breaches began to be stopped then they were very wroth. And what did they do? And conspired all of them together to come and fight, to come and to fight against Jerusalem uh, to, hinder, to hinder it. They conspired all together, all of them. <laughs> and they conspired uh, all of them together to come and to fight against Jerusalem. Um, and to hinder it, praise God, to hinder it. Nevertheless, we made our prayer unto our God and set a watch against them day and night because of them. Praise the Lord. I want to speak to us today. Uh, please forgive me. I want to speak to us today uh, uh, about the breaches in the spirit the breaches in the spirit. Uh, the Bible has revealed to us a beautiful passage here, showing us the mind that the people led by Nehemiah uh, had in you know, setting up walls. For these walls, these people, they knew what it meant. They knew what it meant. They were lifting up the walls of Jerusalem. You see, they had, they, 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 it had been a long time and these walls were lying in waste as if there had not been any structure there, as if there had not been any glory there. You see, as if there was never an era where a building was up that glorified and honored God in that place. So this news touched Nehemiah and by the grace of God, he found favor in the king he served and he was able to go back and gather his brethren. And the Bible has told us in verse six that because they joined together with one mind, they were determined, they put this wall, they were able to begin to build, to begin, they were able to begin uh, to beautify the place, the place of their heritage, praise God, the place of their heritage. Um, they were able to rebuild the walls of Jerusalem. They were able to lift them up. Uh, they had they had the uh, the favor of the king. You see, they had written letters. They had passes. They had uh, finances. They had support. You see, even from above, the king was in favor of this gladly in favor and Nehemiah prayed and he received a uh, favor from the king but see that 
still the enemy would try to rise up to hinder such a great work that even the king himself has honored. You see, that even the king himself has signed that it should go on and sent even letters beyond the banks and to the governors of that territory. But still, there arose contention, there arose persecution because a great work was gonna was 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 happening because of the significance in the realm of the spirit of what these wars meant to Jerusalem, of what these wars meant to the people of Israel, of what these wars meant in the realm of the spirit hmm, concerning them. Praise the name of the Lord. And so uh, because of that, this persecution arose. This persecution arose because they were fighting something that was beyond carnality, something that was beyond the physical. They were in the spirit, in the spiritual battle. Praise the name of the Lord. And these people, the Bible says that they had a mind and they did everything to continue to work. Hallelujah. And so the battle is on, children of God, that no matter how how um, God has done everything and set everything in place and written the will for us and set it there. We have a responsibility to fight the good fight of faith. Just like in the book of Nehemiah, what we have read here, that these men were willing, they are willing, they were willing to continue no matter what, because they knew, praise God, they knew the mandate they carried they knew that it was their responsibility, that if they have a yes from above, then it, uh, it's just a matter of, of, of them, you know, gathering their, their, their courage and consistently putting their hands to work. Praise the name of the Lord. And so this passage is very inspiring because it talks about, it highlights something in verse 7 that for me, I picked and I'm like, my God, life is spiritual, praise God. Uh, brethren, I want to tell you how life is very, very spiritual. The things that you're even fighting, they are not about you, but they are about the work of God in your life. They are not just about you. It's not just about you being attacked on the job, you being attacked when you begin to, to you know, to set up something, to set up a business, to set up a, uh, uh, to, 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 to uh, uh, set up a, a, a building to progress at all. You see, it is the, 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 the things that come against you, they know, they know, they know what they are dealing with. They know that if they hamper you in any way, you, you'll get crushed in the spirit and without, within no time, you, you, who knows, who knows, you'll begin to despise the glory that you have received. Praise the name of the Lord. And so for me, when I read this, that uh, uh, these people, these people, when they heard that the walls were made up, <laughs> when they knew that the walls were made up and that the breaches began to be stopped, then they were very, very wrath. Then they were, it, it, doesn't it surprise you that, that um, 
you know, many, I've had many people say, you know, I used even, you know, to live my life. I was in darkness, but from that time I received Jesus from that time, I, I, uh, I, uh, you know, I let Jesus take over from that time I get born again. It's been one battle after the other, after the other, after the other. I mean, like I just get to wonder what did I actually enter? What is this life anyway? I thought it was supposed to be, you know, different. I saw, I thought it was supposed to be a, a, a rosy life, like a smooth ride. Why is it? that when I accepted Jesus, all hell broke loose. Yes, it broke loose because you had been built a complete house, praise God. It's because while you are there, you lied in waste. While you are in darkness, you are in waste anyway. Mm -hmm. You are in waste where the rats, where anything filthy could have access, could have a board, you see, could have, you know, advantage and take advantage of you. And you know, you were theirs anyway. And so, yeah, you thought there was no problem, but the problem was actually huge, was, was huge. Uh, you, were, you, you, you didn't even notice the state of your, of your life, but now that you're complete in him, the Bible says that we are complete in him. We are built a complete structure in him. He, when we came in, in, in him, he built us in him. Bible says that our life is hid in, in Christ and in God. That is as far as where you are. You see, you're, you're hedged about. There are no breaches. You have been made up, praise God. You have been built and made up. And the Bible says that actually there are no breaches around you. Everything is in its place because you're built a, a complete structure that glorifies God. So that is why. Uh, child of God, you would see contention around you. That is why every now and then you would see um, wars, you'd, you'd see battles, you'd see things that are trying to look for their way in and inside of you. But actually, um, you, you, you even feel these things. You see, you even feel these things, but it actually doesn't mean that they are in you or they have possessed you. No, they are trying. They are trying to, you hear them in your boundaries, in your borders, but they are not, they cannot get to you. Praise God. See all the things that happened to Job, for instance, none of those things were able to touch his life. You see, none of those things were able to touch his life. You see, life is so precious. Life is so big and life is so far far, far, far hidden, that no matter what you have gone through, you are still here. You still can speak. You still can move. Hmm? Praise the name of the Lord. So anyway, I want to encourage you tonight that the things that are trying can only try. The things that are rising, they are rising, yes, because yes, there is a cause. David said, is there no cause? There is a cause in every way. Why? Because these things were displaced. They are trying to look for their way in. Why? Because the breaches, child of God, have been stopped. The breaches, child of God, have been stopped. Every part of you has been patched. 
has been patched in Christ Jesus. And that's the mentality, that's the consciousness he wants us to carry, that we have been patched, we have been patched and patched in, hallelujah, in and out, praise the name of the Lord. Yeah, and so because we have been built a complete house, breaches have being stopped. When you begin to understand this life of salvation, when you begin to uh, the journey of understanding the word of God and taking it as it is, oh, Shekazida Bahasa, when the word of God begins to take root in your life, there are things that will try to come and shake you and see the strength of the structure they, and see the strength of the building and see how firm it is and see the word that you said you trusted you said you uh, you said you you believed you trusted in this word so they come to shake you to see the roots how far the roots are the roots of this word so yes there is every reason child of god for you to be amid such wind such contention but let me tell you child of god it is for your good also you can bring it on board for your good because no matter how the wind will shake if the roots are very far deep then you can only help me to 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 to, to actually uh, shoot me deeper praise god you can actually help. They can actually help to shoot the roots very, very, very deep. Hallelujah. So the Bible says that when the breaches began to be stopped, then they were wrath. <laughs> Hallelujah. Then they were wrath. When the word began to take root and now you're breeded. Praise the name of the Lord. This is like unto a perfect man. If you read in the book of James, Malikasa Dibarihasa. If you read in the book of James, uh, uh, chapter two, is it two? Chapter three, verse, verse, chapter three, verse two. The Bible says, for in many things we offend. If any man offend not in word, the same is a perfect man and able also to bridle the whole body. You see, so you are unto a perfect man now. You now can bridle your body by the word of God. You now understand who you are in Christ. And you now, by, the, by reason of understanding who you are, you also understand who you're not. So that helps you to bridle your body. That helps you to bridle your appetites. That helps you to bridle your companies. That helps you to bridle and, and govern your life and direct it in the course that it must go. Praise the name of the Lord. And so, and so you are unto a perfect man in Christ Jesus. Praise God. You are a perfect structure. Hallelujah. And this ought to be your consciousness also, so that uh, you may, you may, you, the, the Bible has said, has told us here in, in, uh, in the book of James, he said that um, if this man offend not, if any man offend not in word. And so you see, um, Oh, the word of God is a hedge. The word of God comes to us to provide for a hedge. The word of God comes to us to provide as a, as a, as a material. Praise God. You see, we are a building. We are a building complete in Christ. Hallelujah. We are a building uh, complete 
in the spirit. But then we, uh, when we come back, uh, we, we have to walk that life of perfection in him. Praise God. Praise the name of the Lord. We, we have to come back now and, 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 and educate our mind and educate our body. But in the spirit, the, the building is complete. So you see and say, yeah, if these things be then, if, if Christ is in me, then where is the hope? Where is the glory? The glory is there, child of God, because in the spirit, the structure is complete. But the confusion comes in when the spirit now enters the body and then comes to the mind that was born with preconceived ideas of the Adamic nature, you see, and has been trained all this while uh, in the same, in the same nature, praise God. So, but then, then come, there comes our responsibility, you see, there comes our responsibility to direct this body, to direct this mind in the will of God, to direct this mind in the will of God. And there he says that one of the things that will help bridle up, that will help align you to the very counsels of God that will align your body and align your mind, educate it is your tongue. Your tongue is a teacher, praise God. Your tongue is an instructor and it's not instructing anything else beside, be, be, before it can instruct your mind, before it can instruct your body, before it can instruct your life and align it to the purposes and will of God. Praise the name of the Lord. And so uh, one of these things and quality is our tongue. He says that if any man offend not in word, that man is a perfect man. Now I know that these things are challenging. And when you hear them, then you begin to judge yourself. Yes, good enough. The word of God is, uh, is a yardstick and it's a weight. It's a weight. You see, I love it because for me, when I hear it, then I know what I need to do. I know how far I am and I know I, I know that uh, it's not convicting me of sin, but it's convicting me and righteousness, you see? It's saying, come hither, praise God. And then there is the ability to be brought hither in the very word that you receive, praise God. So our responsibility is, like I always say, to give ourselves to the Holy Spirit in teaching us because he's the one given to us as our teachers, our instructor in these things, praise God. Um, by the spirit of God, we will know, hallelujah. You will know, you will know uh, uh, who you are, how complete you are in the spirit. And you will use the same. You will speak forth these things. You speak in agreement, praise God. You speak in agreement with these things and be able to breathe your life. Hallelujah. The book of Proverbs uh, chapter 15, there is a common verse there that I want us to look at. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. There's a common verse in the book of Proverbs 15. What does he say in verses, uh, verses four? He says, a wholesome tongue is a tree of life. He says, but perverseness therein is a breach 
in the spirit. See, says perverseness therein is a breach in the spirit. Breach in the spirit. So the word breach comes in again. You see, this word breach, it means to break. You have broken something. Something was whole, but then you have come and broken it. And so it's no longer whole. And so if it was functioning or if, you, if, you know, if it was going to function as a whole, if you break it, then we don't know how now it will work. You see, it can no longer be put to, to, to work. Praise the name of the Lord. It can no longer now be put to work. So he says a wholesome tongue, a wholesome tongue, a tongue that speaks wholesomely, amen, is a tree of life. He says, but perverseness therein, in, if there is, if you pervert judgment, for instance, if you pervert the, the judgments of God, if you pervert them in any way, you cause a breach in the spirit. The spirit world does not understand you. Hallelujah. What, what does perverseness mean here, for instance? If, if there is a word of God concerning your life, maybe concerning your life, your, your, your pros, uh, your, 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 your health, for instance, the word of God concerning your health. Say, by his tribes, we were healed. We were healed. And, and yes, you have received that word. But then when you bring it in the body, you do not educate your body. You do not educate with, a, with the same mind. You do not educate with the same word. Your body, you do not educate uh, with the same word, your mind. Yeah? Uh, your mind is still perverse, hallelujah. Your mind is still perverse. Your body is saying different things. Of course, your body is in pain. Mm? It's not responsive because it is still in pain. Then your mind is picking the pain and interpreting it. And, and so you're led, you're led now to confess differently. You're led to confess according to how you feel. Now that is their perverseness. Praise the name of the Lord. That is perverseness. That is what the spirit has called perverseness. He says perverseness therein is a breach in the spirit. You literally have forsaken your mercy. You have broken what would have healed you. But if you maintained your confession that no matter what you feel, no matter what you're interpreting it uh, to be, still the word of God is what it says it is and is able to do what it says it can do. Praise God. Then you're picking this thing in the spirit and bringing it whole. You see, you're bringing it whole. You're communicating wholesomely. You're communicating wholesomely. And eventually, if you persist, like Pastor Ruben says, concerning persistence, uh, you'll get, you'll get uh, good, good results of the same, praise God. So he says perverseness therein is a breach in the spirit. Oh, God help our tongue, hallelujah. God educate our tongue. We are not the men that walk by the feelings. Mm -mm. We don't walk by sight. We don't walk by what we see. We don't walk by feelings. Mm -mm. We are faith men. We are spirit men. We move by the spirit. 
We move by the spirit. We walk by the spirit. So we interpret things spiritually. Praise God. Something can happen in your life, but you need to first, before you deal with it, you need to first interpret the spiritual message. Before you deal with something physical, do you know the spirit, the origins, where it is coming from? Then you know you can now tackle it. Praise God. Hallelujah. Because there is nothing that happens that has no spiritual bearing, that has no spiritual bearing. So, so perverseness therein, if you, if you perverse judgment, if you speak contrary, if you, if, if you, if you darken judgment, amen, and you speak your, your own things, you speak according to, 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 to how the body will interpret things, according to, the thing, to how you see the situations are. I think the way I see these things now, mm, they might even just easily, you know, begin to lay off workers. What is the word of God? What is the word of God concerning concerning you? What is the word of God concerning a child of God? What is the promise that keeps the child of God? How does a child of God walk in this world? We don't walk by the laws of this world. We seek we seek of the things that are high above this world, the things that reign over this world, the things that rule this world, the things that take this world, the things that are coming to, to, to you know, uh, the things that are coming to stop this age or to remove this physical world. We seek those things. Those are the powerful, powerful things. Praise God. And so we ought to align ourselves constantly. Be in check. Be in check. Even before you speak, be in a situation. Have, have a, a tenacity like, like I last preached. Have a, a mind, a mind to, to, to stand strong before you even speak. Stand strong and, and let your judgments be aligned before you even confess anything that is contrary to God's will concerning your life. Because otherwise you confuse the spirit. For instance, you cannot be praying. Yeah? You know, we have learned the things to do with authority and you know, we go, uh, we go uh, exercising our authority in the spirit. And yes, it's beautiful. It's given for every child of God. It is, it is uh, spoken concerning you and me. It doesn't matter if you, if, you, if you are weak in salvation. He says that even you, hmm, even you, your foot can step, can, can trample on snakes and scorpions. Hmm? And, and he says, Nothing shall by any means harm you. Nothing. Nothing can by any means harm a new creature. If, if you carry, if you have known and have known who God is, nothing can by any means harm you. Praise God. That is a life of a new creature. So you, 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 you have to align yourself. You, even as you, you exercise authority in the spirit, 
keep in mind, keep in command. Don't twist just because, yes, after you commanded, then you saw as if the battle now was coming in against you. I, I keep in charge, keep in command, keep pushing, praise God, keep pushing, keep persistent, keep speaking the same thing over and over and over. It doesn't matter. The word of God is forever settled in heaven and it changes not. It has the same power that it had when it was spoken, praise God. And the power, you already say that it has its inherent power, praise God. The spirit of the very word is there and he's the one that will bring it to pass. Hallelujah. Praise the name of the Lord. And so it doesn't matter if you have given a command about something, if you have judged the matter by the, in, the, in the realm of the spirit, why probably you're in prayer. If you have judged the matter, get out of that closet knowing that this one I've judged and you move on anyway. Yes, it might still be there, but just continue knowing that this one I've already judged. That one I've already judged. Mm -mm, yes, I see the clouds. They are, you know, they are threatening, but I've already judged them. Praise the name of the Lord. Isn't that what Jesus did uh, when he met the fig tree and it could not deliver? Mm? Having spoken a word, he continued his way. And even when he was coming back, he was not intending to notice anyway until the disciples called his attention and see, Master, that the tree that you have cast is actually beginning to wither from the roots, praise God. And Jesus says, hello, have faith in God or have the faith of God. You know that whatsoever you speak, it ought to stand. They have to hear you. As long as you do not pervert your own judgment, as long as you do not have conflict in your mouth, the mouth is saying this, the same mouth that has declared healing is the same mouth that is declaring uh, uh, death. You see, Bible says that death and life are in the power of the tongue and they that love it shall eat the fruits thereof. You see, death and life, they're in the power of the tongue. So, but for us, we have been called to life. You see, we have been called to a complete life in Christ Jesus. So this is the life that we, we, we uh, bring in our in our in our bodies this is the life that that we are programmed to live that we are programmed to speak we speak life anywhere it doesn't matter how hopeless the situation is doesn't matter how intimidating it looks like you go ahead child of god and declare life anyway it is the responsibility of that life to make life happen hallelujah it is the responsibility of life of that life Amen. Life is life in itself. Hey, life is just life. Go ahead and speak life anyway. Praise God. Life is just life and it means life. It means life. So if I say live, that is it. It's, it's just about that word live to give life. There is, there is life in that word, praise God, hallelujah. So, so you speak anyway and you move on and you leave the word, the spirit that is in the word to work. But the Bible says, if you again come and 
uh, hey, and you pervert, you pervert that judgment that you have just, you know, spoken. You see here, I'm teaching prayer also. If you come again and you're out of the closet, but then out of the closet, the Bible says that when you pray, believe that you have received. You see, when we come here, we, on this altar, we are supposed to be progressing, not again tiring on one thing. No, 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 no. You progress because you know that eh, eh, this one, I have given it up. I was on this altar. I laid it there. Our God is not a stone. Our God has feelings. Our God has eyes. Our God, in fact, he has seven eyes. Hallelujah. That's even greater and encouraging that he sees, that, that he hears, that he's in us. Praise God. He is in you. That even as you are laying it there, it was as if he was with you, laying it before him. Praise God. That is the confidence. That is the confidence that you get even when you decree, even when rather when you pray that he has had. And if you know that he has had, the Bible says that then you know that you have the things for which you have prayed for. Praise God. So you come out of the closet knowing Huh? Knowing the Bible says that when Hannah had finished praying, he went back and ate. Praise God. He didn't carry the same darkness, uh, rather the same uh, countenance before his hus her husband. No, she went back home and actually sat and enjoyed what? And enjoyed uh, and enjoyed food. Enjoyed food. The woman that was fallen in countenance now began, you know, to sing her songs while sweeping. And the husband looked at her and said, eh? You see, there is also that atmosphere, and probably that atmosphere also did something uh, as they came together, praise God, and the moment, the moment was, was, was the opting moment. Bible says time and chance happened to every man, so she says her moment in the spirit. Why? Because after prayer, she knew something had happened. Hallelujah. She knew. The Bible says that she uttered from her from her uh, deep wells, from her, from what she had inhabited in her spirit, she was uttering these things out, all out to God. Praise God. She left nothing. No wonder after emptying herself, she was filled and went back knowing that now I no longer carry my sadness, my grief. Now I, there is the joy of the Lord. And she carried that and went back to conceive. Praise the name of the Lord. So we come out knowing. And then when you come out knowing, then, uh, you know, just because you're still seeing the situation doesn't mean that it has, it is still the same. That one, in the spirit realm, it has been dealt with. Just carry the consciousness anyway. Hallelujah. Because, you know, it is dealt with in the spiritual, entire from the closet, yes, then it is as good as done. Amen. Hallelujah. Then it is as good as done. It is as good as done. Am I from before God? Yes. Then it is as good as done. Carry on. See other things. Uh, dream, uh, dream even some more. Expand the vision. Praise God. Rejoice and begin to sing praises to your God. Hallelujah. Before long, you will look back. The Bible says that he removes mountains and they know not. 
They know not. And that is how also you don't know. You will not know when they are removed. The Bible says that you look back and look for them and you'll not find them. Why? Because they will be as a thing that is not existing. That is not existing. Hallelujah. They will be as a thing that is not existing. You'll turn and say, hey, where was my enemy? Okay. The woman who was brought before Jesus. Hallelujah. And this is the mentality. These things should teach us. Hallelujah. It's just a matter of revelation. The woman is caught in adultery. He's brought to, she's brought to Jesus for stoning. And all these people are gathered around her. But she is before God. She's waiting. She's anyway before God. But she's thinking any time from now, ah, a stone will land on my head. I don't know if it will land on my forehead. I don't know if it will land on my back i don't know that oh shaka sadiba whether it will land on my nose and she was before she was before god she was kneeling there waiting for her verdict waiting for her judgment oh seke sadiba sedebahasa the bible says that she went to look up and jesus was asking saying woman where are those your accusers? Hey, may you look for your accusers and they are not. And they are not. She went to turn and there were no accusers anywhere. Hallelujah. He said, woman, where are your accusers? Where are they? Ah, before God. Before God, child of God, before our father, before the throne, before the mercy seat, our accusers perish. They are brought to nothing. Amen. They are brought to shame that try to, hey, they are brought to shame that try to put us to shame. They are brought to nothing that try to make us something that we are not. In the name of Jesus, this is our story. May it be your story today. Yes, in the name of Jesus that you turn and look uh, and look at the things that had incensed themselves against you, that had surrounded you, and they are in smoke. You're looking at the last smoke of them. Hallelujah. The last smoke of them going up. Praise God. This is our life. So you come out of there anyway, out of that place. You cannot come out of that place. And you're not feeling like this. And you're feeling that, mm -mm. child of God, if you come out of prayer and you're still feeling like there is still a burden somewhere, go back. Amen. Go back until it lifts, but it must lift. If you carry the consciousness of who you have come to, the Bible says that they that come to God must believe that he is, he is who? He is God. He is almighty. He is Abba. He is your, who, he, he is what you have come for. Praise God. He is. Just know that he is. And when you come out, you know that you cannot have come out the same way. Hallelujah. You cannot have come out the same way. So when you go out, you begin now to talk differently. And they wonder, they say, what has happened to him? What has happened to her? Is the, is the debt paid? 
Is the, is the debt paid? What has happened to her? Has she received her healing? What has happened to her? Oh, hallelujah. And you can as well tell them yes. Amen. You can as well tell them yes, because you know you left it there anyway. That is how to maintain, to maintain uh, things intact in the spirit realm as they begin to penetrate the physical realm. So before uh, some people, before you know it, as they, the, the, the spiritual realm is trying to penetrate the physical realm, then they break something. They break something. And you know, uh, the Bible says in the book of uh, Karahasha, let me show you something very interesting. Oh, Rahash. The book of Galatians and chapter two. Chapter two and verse. I'm in Galatians. Thank you, Jesus. Verses 18, yes. Yeah. Verses 18 says something. Say something. Say something that I was trying to explain, but I remembered this scripture. Uh, it says, For if I build again the things which I destroyed, I make myself a transgressor. Who is a transgressor? A transgressor is like a lawbreaker. You break a law literally in the spirit. You break a law. You break a spiritual law. And once a spiritual law is broken, you do not expect results of that very law to, 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 to work in your life. Praise God. You do not expect the results of that law to function in your life because you have broken you have broken the law. You have broken, you have made yourself, you have transgressed against the judgments of God. So he says, if I, if I, for if I build again the things which I have destroyed, I will be making myself a transgressor. Mm. I'll be making myself a transgressor. So you see, it's important that we keep the word of God and we give it room for it to work. Keep the profession, keep the profession. Stand in agreement at all times. Check yourself if you're in agreement with the word of God concerning that situation. There is no situation that is not catered for. The Bible says that there is no temptation that has taken you that is out of this world. Uh -uh. Whatsoever you're facing, someone else is facing it actually. And actually they are, they, are, they are doing better. They are doing better by how they are applying themselves to the situation, you see. So when you have that consciousness that you're not just alone in the race, but many other people actually are in the same race with you, but you just have to gather courage and consistently use what is given to you, uh, use what is given to you uh, to win. We have all been given one thing to win, praise the name of the Lord. The Bible says that he that is born of God overcomes the world, even by our faith. 
This is the faith that over, that this is the thing that overcomes uh, the world. It is our faith. So we all have been given a measure of faith, which is grown, which is strengthened constantly by building, by our, by, by how it's built through the word of God that comes to you. In every situation, I encourage you, check out the word of God concerning it. Is it prosperity? Is it health? Is it um, anointing? Is it growth? There is every principle that is laid up for us. There is a word of God that pertains, there's a wisdom of God that pertains to that very, very challenge, to that question. All these are questions, praise God. So he says, yes, now if you have by the word of God, if you have by the word of God broken down, uh, by the word of God, uh, broken down something, broken down principalities, broken down some, some, some uh, strongholds, you have broken down strongholds by the very word of power. He says, and then afterwards, you go again and you're confessing sickness. You go again and you're confessing, uh, you're, you're confessing weakness. You go again and you're confessing your inefficiency. Mm? Mm -mm. That is also pride also, you know? When you keep looking at me, 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 that is also pride. Let us understand that we do not live. The life we now live is not ours. We live by the faith of the son of God who, who lived and died for us and now lives forever and evermore. Praise God. This is the life we live. It is not about you. So if you go about, I don't know what to do because now, um, uh, uh, sitting on this interview, I feel I feel I don't have uh, uh, enough. Uh, I feel I I don't have this. I feel I'm not competent. I feel uh, uh, I'm lacking here. Who are you? Who are you? What a pride! What a pride! Who are you? You are. You cannot. Jesus said that alone you can do nothing. Without me, you can do nothing. That is pride to continue in the me, 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 me world. I rather would say by the grace of God, I can do all things through him that strengthens me because the power that is at work in me is sufficient in me, I'll stand, I'll stand. And once I'm out of that platform, whatsoever I will have done, I will have done in the name of Jesus. Whether people say I underperformed, that means if I stood alone, I would, have, I would not even have underperformed. I would have gone blank. Praise God. Whether people are saying she's, uh, she doesn't look fit to me, <laughs> let me tell you, even that small fitness that you saw wasn't me. It was by the grace of God. Praise God. So I rather go in the knowledge of the power that is at work in me, that without him, I can do nothing, that I can do all things at the same time through Christ who gives me strength, who empowers me, who teaches my hands to prosper, who teaches my fingers to make, to, to, to war. Praise God. I can do these things. So that's my mentality. Praise God. So, and because of that, 
When I, I will not be again, I refuse to build the things that the word of God has come to destroy. Hallelujah. That the word of God has come to, to finish in my life. This is the reason we are, we are, we are, we are held back oftentimes. This is the reason we are held back. We do not progress. We do not see progress as Christians. We are tarrying in the same place. Why? Because we have not acknowledged, we have not stood in agreement. We are building and breaking, building and breaking, building and breaking. And so we are in that cycle of I have built, and then you're excited that there is a breach. You jubilate because you feel it. You And then when the, when the uh, enemy arises because the breach has been stopped, then you're like, ah, I think I don't have it. Ah, I think I wasn't healed. Ah, I think maybe it was just a feeling of the moment. Praise God. Learn to keep your testimonies. Learn to guard your testimonies. The Bible says that when he had created man, he put him in the garden. The garden he had beautifully adorned and said, keep it and till it. Praise God. Keep it. Um, sorry about that. Uh, the devil has nothing on us. Uh, I want to finish up uh, like this. Uh, in the book of uh, Psalm 141 and verse 3, the Bible speaks, uh, David prays a certain prayer, and he says, set a watch, O Lord, before my mouth, and keep the door of my lips. This is important, because he knew how important uh, uh, the, the, the mouth is, and what it can utter, and how it can divert judgment and how it can darken counsel and how it can perverse us like we say we, we've seen and how it can uh, break down what God intends to build for you how it can or, or what actually he has built already for you how it can stop you uh, uh, how it can make you drop already what you're holding as yours how it can how it can destroy literally, literally an entire destiny and pervert it and divert it. And David, because he realized this, he was an anointed man, a man of the spirit and had understood the working of the, of, of the spirit. He said, set a watch, O Lord, before my mouth and keep the door keep the door of my lips. And that is what is he saying? He say, let your word guide my lips. Let you anoint my lips with your word. Anoint my, my tongue with your word. Yes, anoint these things. Anoint these uh, faculties with your oil. Praise the name of the Lord. And he said, uh, so set a watch. It is my prayer today. Let this be your prayer today that God will continually align your word, your mouth uh, in his word that by your mouth you can, you can uh, build with God. 
continue to build as God has built you. Continue to beautify as God has beautified you. Continue to receive and walk in what God has given you. Continue to guard that anointing that God has anointed you with. Continue to do exploits as God has predestined you to be uh, and to do because of how uh, your word is in agreement with the very mouth of God. Praise the name of the Lord. Because the Bible has said in the book of Nehemiah that because of this, uh, that they nevertheless, they made their prayer unto their God and set a watch against these things every day, against these enemies every day and night. Isn't that what uh, uh, the man of God, Joshua, was told to do? He was told to meditate in there day and night that he may observe to do and that he may have his way prosperous. Praise God. This is our life, child of God. Your mouth is yours. Let, fill it up, open it up and let God fill it that it may at all times yield unto you fruits that are beneficial, fruits that are fruits that are beneficial, fruits that are building, fruits that are precious, and fruits that send uh, a good odor, a good smell, a good, uh, uh, a good uh, fragrance, even to others that they may come and, uh, you know, benefit from you. Otherwise, I really, really want to thank God for this precious time. I know you are blessed. I know you are empowered to prosper. I know you are empowered to win. I know you go forth mm, and you're breaking forth on the left and you're breaking forth on the right. I know that that thing cannot overpower you. Yes, even as of today, you continue to garrison yourself with the word that you have received for that situation. And that is how you win, child of God. There are no other shortcuts. You cannot pray out what the word of God has provided for. Just align with the word and it is well with you. God bless you. Love from Kampala in the name of Jesus. Thank you so much, Pastor Roman. Thank you so much for listening to this sermon. And I know you've been blessed. For more information about Shiloh Tabernacle and other sermons, please visit our website www.shiloh.org.uk and don't forget to follow us on all our social media platforms, Instagram, Twitter and Facebook at Shiloh LDN. Once again, that's at Shiloh LDN. You've been listening to Shiloh Tabernacle London, changing lives, building dreams. Until next time, God bless.